the Flex and Froome's daily podcast. Brought to you by Kata. Hello, Yeeti Yeeti. I love that. Yeetets. Yeet Bix. My new yeah. favourite breakfast. There's something there. Oh, God, I love to say it. I haven't had a wheat bix since I was a child. Um, and I've been really craving milky things. Like, I mm. want to get back into crunchy nut and wheat bix, but yes. I just don't think it'll agree with me. I can't have um, choc tops anymore. Why? Because I mentioned to you earlier that I'm trying to improve my mind, body, mind, muscle connection, which means listening to my body's feeling after everything. So, as you know, Sully, best friend Sully, lactose intolerant, mm. in denial as we all kind of are with that kind of thing. But she started taking lactase. I was like, I don't need that. I'm mild with it. Went to the cinema, had a choc top, guts, <laughs> busted, torn up. I could not believe it. I didn't even enjoy it that so much. So wait, did you go to the toilet? Yeah, it was, it was like dead for. And I was squirming in the seat. Oh, and from there I was like, nah, it's not for me. I don't want to say this, but as you're speaking, my gut. Mm. Is making the most crazy noise. Curdling. I gotta go. So let's get this show on the road. Let's go. We haven't even done our podcast <laughs> intro. And Bruce is trying to go to the bathroom. Anyway, coming up, we're talking to our alleged resident psychic astrologer, Ante. He's just started with is it the commercial team? The Cater family. Brooms <laughs> is our resident cult leader. Keep trying to tell people we're a family, which is very <laughs> sickening to do. Um, but Ante apparently has this uncanny ability to guess someone's star sign off the dome. So he's going to guess ours. Froomey does have some suspicions about whether he just Googled this information, which is completely likely impossible. <laughs> and even if he did, I love shared delusion. Because what is a shared delusion but just a truth? Yes, I agree with all of the above. Let's get to it. <laughs> Not me, just playing on my phone. <laughs> I really got to go. Flex and Frooms. So I have a love line for you. It's basically where someone uh, sends in their relationship dilemma. We answer it by not answering it. So here's one. Uh, the title is, is it a deal breaker that I've had sex with all of my present close female friends? <laughs> Initial thoughts? <laughs> nah. Live your life, King. <laughs> <laughs> go off my virile prints. <laughs> here's what he said. I currently have four close female friends whom I have slept with at least w- at, at at least one point in the past. What's the past? <laughs> We're going to go through them. Great. The first one was a classmate whom I've known for more than a decade. Ah. Oh. She didn't marry until recently, so when she was single, we used to go on staycations when we were feeling a little bit stressed and have sex. Our families are actually pretty close. Second She didn't one, marry. <laughs> did what is happening? <laughs> phrasing on this one second one is a friend who everyone thinks is a lesbian but when she's single she wants sex with a guy we did it maybe just twice mm-hmm. <laughs> third is a why neighbor. do you phrase it like that <laughs> this is so stressful so unnecessary everyone thinks she's a lesbian but you know <laughs> we did it twice <laughs> and <laughs> third is a neighbor whom I have known for maybe four years. Ever since the first one got married, this friend has been my go-to travel buddy. We go on trips maybe twice a year. And the fourth is a co-worker. We tried to date briefly, but it didn't work, so we just stayed as friends. Anyway, even if they're in a relationship or if I'm in one, we still talk often, maybe once a week. We would meet up maybe every other month for lunch or coffee somewhere. So they're besties, right? 
her, him and these four yeah. girlfriends. So these were close. Yeah, 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 cool. Nothing sexual whenever any of us are in a relationship. I brought this up with my girlfriend because I always get conflicting opinions. Some say I should bring this up with my future dates because it would be unfair for her to be all chummy with them, not knowing that I slept with them. On the other hand, some say it shouldn't be spoken about because it's in the past. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask that. <laughs> and because the other, the rest, like most of them are in long-term relationships anyway, so it doesn't matter. I don't know if this also matters, but they're all decent looking, educated, <laughs> and pretty well off. Eligible okay. hotties that I would like <laughs> to continue to root occasionally. <laughs> but he wants to know if he should be disclosing this information to people that he starts to see in future. What do you think, Frumini? Don't act stumped. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon if the chance of the new girlfriend finding out from someone else is quite high, then I would mention it. Like, for example, if he doesn't tell her but she's likely going to find out like at a party a few months into them dating and it's going to shock her, I'd rather, if I was in her position, I'd rather him tell me straight up. Rather him say, you know what, all of my four best friends were fruited. <laughs> I don't think it's can I don't think it's necessary to know until it's necessary to know. Otherwise it sounds like a subtle flex. Just so you know, <laughs> they're hot and I could if I wouldn't I have. <laughs> I think that's a bit odd. But I also feel like telling a date, so what is it I think that's unnecessary. Like well, if I, I have to do the the degrees of separation between people I've rooted before, that's weird. Well, but what if they're all hanging out? Still don't think it's necessary until it's necessary. See, I thought that, but I've been in the situation where hanging out with a partner's friends mm-hmm. and they're acting a bit sus. Well, that's that's when it's necessary to know. Mm. Didn't know. Exactly. But I feel like if you had to preface every interpersonal relationship with the context of we slept together, what if it's not relevant? Then you're just adding... And also, we have to remember, this is a guy speaking from his perspective of the relationships he's had with these women. Who knows if these women would ever go there again? Mm, like true. maybe it was a pity route, you know, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Like I went there and I'm now I'm not into it. It would never happen again. I just feel like he's complicating his relationship with these other friends because maybe it's not just friendly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he knows that he would rather be with any of those four and they're unavailable. So he's had to look elsewhere. I reckon that's how it sounds. Mm -hmm. He seems a little bit too invested. Yeah, now there's a dark cloud over his head where he's like, I've got to hang out with these rodents because the people I want aren't available. Oh, we've all been there. Let's send him on his way uh, with a song. This is one of my personal favourites by the Spice Girls. It's called (laughs) Wanna Be. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna say the same. If you wanna be my My lover, you got to get with my four well-educated friends. <laughs> well-educated, hot and eligible friends <laughs> that I would probably, but I won't. <laughs> I like him. Shout out to that mystery caller. <laughs> it can stay. Flex, Flex. and Frooms. We have a very special segment. Uh, we are not alone in the studio. We do have a poltergeist in our midst, but we, we also have a real human man. His name <laughs> is <Too> Ante. <laughs> Hello, Ante. Hello. Thank you for having me. So, Ante is a member of the Cater family. It is a family. You can't, no. <laughs> don't do it. Not one of those small business 
underpaid, over-resourced. Yeah. We're a family. Don't ask. Don't take that annual leave. <laughs> no, Auntie's part of the uh, Kada. Auntie's an employee. Auntie's an employee. An employee. <laughs> yep. I mean, look, brass tarks, That's what it is. Yep. <laughs> and you're new, aren't you? I am. Yes, I started last week on Monday, so first week done in the can. Stunning. Well, I knew that you were coming because you used to work with one of my besties, Eliza. Yeah. She had lots of good things to say about you. Like what? Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, like he's just really cool. He's really nice. He's like really like gets the brands, Keep gets going, hip-hop. Going. <laughs> <laughs> he's really cool. Yeah. It was a glowing reference. I was very excited very to meet you. That's nice. Um, and on the weekend she was over at my house and she told me that you have a very special skill. Auntie apparently can tell people star signs. Uh, mm. Tell us a bit more about your skill. Uh, it's a bit of a weird one. I kind of like picked it up over a couple of years of just feeling out people's auras. Ooh. Like when you meet them, you know, you get like a certain energy or a feel. It's my kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> my right. kind of guy. Okay. He gets yeah. the vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of like had a little bit of background, like researching me like, oh, what star sign is like what? And then all of a sudden I was just like, sometimes I could just pick it straight away and then it would work out. To be correct. So, and do you do like the star sign, the moon sign, the rising, or we're just doing like a I, star sign? Like general star sign right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I would like to get into the moon. That would be great. Could you imagine if we Opportunity for expansion. <laughs> there you go. That's the next level. I see colors. Oh, you literally see behind auras. the person. Yeah, yeah. Do you see any of ours? Yeah, it's just like a red, orange. Angry. Not because there's an orange light in the studio. Nah. This is like a legit <laughs> thing. <laughs> and for us, it would be like blue, but like aquamarine, maybe. Wow, that could be related to my star sign as well. Potential. So do you want to give it a red hot go? What I kind of start with is like filling out people's energy. So obviously colour was yours, like a bit more orangey red. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like ferocity, Mm -hmm. but also very, very stable. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like the way you're sitting, very like strong posture. Have you been doing anything lately to kind of work on your posture? Weights. And Wait. Pilates. Pilates. Okay, cool. Yeah, Pilates. All right. I feel he that. He knows my history. I feel like you would be into like arcane topics, like things like maybe like conspiracy vibes. Not my thing at all. No. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, exactly it. It's exactly my thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, that's great. That's all I'm into. <laughs> yeah. The skill conspiracy works. The skill theories. works. <laughs> um, so I would Me and my auntie just been in the logs and like Brooke. <laughs> Right as a character profile. You never Brooke's know. Feeding auntie lines as we speak. No, no, no. We were, we were not in communication prior to this. This is all on the spot. Um, I would say Aries. Definitely of course. Aries. Yeah, okay, cool. If you said anything else, I'd be very surprised. Really? Yeah. Because I think you would need to know me to understand there's anything under the surface of just being an Aries. So, wait, you are Aries? Babes, yeah. And auntie yeah. guessed and it. Yeah. Like April Aries, though. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because my sister was at April Aries mm-hmm. and she's April 9th. Yeah. I feel like you've got a little bit of that there. What would what about me doesn't feel like a March Aries? March is too borderline Pisces, so it's a little bit more watery, but you're, you're feisty. You're so right. Oh, okay. You're so right. So, Ante is right. I am an April Aries. You read it all. There was not one thing you said that was off. That's Great. amazing. Are cool. you not more amazed? Yeah, but... As soon as Ante said spiritually vibes, I'm like, okay, I trust him. Okay. Um, so the aquamarine blue, feeling like you're very in tune emotionally, kind mm-hmm. of like your eyes give off like, how can I connect to someone emotionally first? Is that kind of in the right part? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Somebody yep, commented cool. on one wow. of our videos, okay. a fruit has crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I never noticed until that video. And I was like, you know, I can't see it. I can't see it. <laughs> uh, um, crazy beautiful. Cra- yep. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so I'm thinking like a lot of water around you. So a toilet. No. <laughs> Who's a tough one? I'm gonna go out Pisces. I'm scared. Yeah. Sure. Like, yes. Am I right? <laughs> so yeah, you are. But oh, he's okay. right. I would have thought Frooms was an Aquarius. Yeah, I thought that, but I think it's because you remind me a little bit of me. Oh. So I'm like, what a oh, sign. Yeah, a little bit like Pisces, and I just had like a guess. I was like, I'm just gonna go for it. Thank you. You're correct. Very colourful. What month? Uh oh, that's a good one. You remind me of my dad so much. I don't trust you. How have you got a whole family full of water Because it's true. Signs? That yeah, must yeah. be so stressful. Are you serious? Sorry, once again. Hmm. Is there something else? So Siri's oh, been telling you this whole time. What did, it, what did it say? Repeat yourself. I can't remember what it the said. The poltergeist is in here, so. Oh, it was like, I'm sorry, please repeat that. Repeat it, please. Repeat. <laughs> it's a poltergeist. <laughs> be gentle. She's chill. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so your dad is also a Pisces in March? Yes, he's a March too. What am I? Oh, calm down. Come on, I reckon you might. I reckon you might get guess, it. Random guess, like fifth maybe? No? Fourth? Third? Third? Yep. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let him have it. Okay, wow. Okay, now we're going to guess you, Auntie. He's a Pisces. But, but which month? February. Damn it. February 27. Whoa. Who have you been talking to? Is that to? true? Oh, like you're one day off. That's very good. Oh, just guess it. Wow. See, Is there just a vibe in the room? Maybe. We saw witchy today. Ante has a very textbook Pisces man vibes. Really? What's that? You got to know it to know it. If have you not met a Pisces man who is just like you? Uh, no, not really. No. You got to. I feel like here's textbook Pisces man. Number one, very calm, uh, inviting disposition and aura. Mm-hmm. Always feel listened to by Pisces <laughs> man. But. Emphasis on feel, listen to. <laughs> <laughs> My king. Thank you, humble king. Thank you very Our much. Our two favourite Pisces in one space. <laughs> I can't believe you're a Pisces. That's awesome. <laughs> this is Flex and Frooms on Cater. Have you ever worked in an office, Miss Frumina? Yes, multiple times. What'd you do? Worked a pedestrian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My first instinct, does that count? <laughs> um, but I'm asking because I'm sure that you and like most people despite whether you work in an office or a different workplace, have dealt with being micromanaged. And I've experienced it on both ends as someone who has experienced micromanaging and then my first foray into being a manager and not understanding how to manage effectively because I was micromanaged. Mm. So I remember I worked in PR and like that was the worst. I remember our boss used to make us do like some Lord of the Flies, like – would invite us in to have one-on-ones but wouldn't ask us about ourselves, would make would ask us about other employees. So, for example, I would have a one-on-one with her and she'd be like, so how's Frooms going? <laughs> you know how shady that is. And so because everybody does those meetings and knows what happened, you develop this sense of mistrust between mm. everybody in the office. It was cooked. Very smart of her to do, but super cooked. Anyway, I came across this article about this woman who won a lawsuit after being micromanaged and I said... Mm. I wish I knew <laughs> legal literacy back in the days because that could have been us. How did she do it? Listen to this. Say no more. 
An Australian woman has been awarded $2.8 million after it was deemed that she'd been micromanaged and bullied by her boss. A racing club in New South Wales was ordered to make the major payout after a longtime manager was subjected to an overbearing micromanagement style. The federal court found the workplace was negligent in preventing the woman from experiencing psychiatric harm and that the CEO had breached the company's contract by withholding her benefits and denying her bonus. The court also found the CEO had bullied the manager by singling her out, micromanaging her tasks, distracting her from work with relentless emails and denying her benefits that were offered to other employees. The woman who'd been working for the club since 1991 started having the issues when the new CEO came on board in 2016. It was at this point that the new CEO felt the manager was being paid too much and the harassment began. The manager was denied annual leave, long service leave and commission payments. But after numerous complaints, the manager left the business in 2019 and the court awarded the manager the payout in December 2021. Good on on her. Incredible. I can't think of any other outcome that is more deserving than that one. <laughs> Ask for three million, sis. Yeah. Take it. But also I, what I think is really interesting is that how many people read that article and relate to the treatment that they also receive in their workplaces? Mm. Everyone's getting confident. Let's start know, suing. I don't know anyone who works in like a media job that has a boss that isn't micromanaged. I think it's two sides of an extreme spectrum. You're either getting micromanaged or not managed at all. Like mm. not trained, no resources, can't get a hold of them, no meetings when you need it, no feedback when you need it. True. But I guess... Don't know, you know. what I'd prefer. Probably the latter. I'm do my side hustle. <laughs> I think it depends on how much you get paid. You're paying me 700K, I'll be micromanaged. <laughs> Be on my back. Jump on. I'll strap you and I'll swaddle you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, dear. You're listening to Flex and Frooms on Kada. Can I tell you about this little something, something I read on the internet? It's always something. Because good. where else am I reading things anyway? I haven't read a book that I've been obsessed with in close to a year. And I was averaging maybe two books a week. What? Something happened. What do you mean two books a week? Babes, when what? am I sleeping? What time My reading time reading? would be like 11 to 3 a.m. I'm in the trenches. If I want to read something, I'm reading. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you're surprised by that. I was every I day like, being like, I just finished the book. I just don't get where you get the time. I don't get the time. Do you, how, how many hours a week do you, how many hours a day do you sleep? Depends. Like on a weekday, I might do like a four hour, but on a weekend, I do a 12 hour. <laughs> Listen to this. Have you heard of Hicks Law? No. I see judgment on your I don't face. understand how you sleep for four hours. That's like very manic scenes. Yeah, but I just, I really like sleeping, but realistically I'm in, I am prioritizing my enjoyment. I hate finishing a day feeling like all I did was work or stress. I need to unwind properly. That means I'm cutting into sleep. We're cutting into sleep. Not Listen. afraid to do it. I'm not. Live your truth, doll. <laughs> Literally. Okay, listen to this. Hicks Law is a simple idea that says the more choices you present your users with, the longer it will take them to make a decision. It's common sense, but often neglected in the rush to cram too much functionality into a site or an application. Now, that's obviously about UX and UI and building computers, but I was thinking about that in the context of just being people. And that like every day we fatigue ourselves with all these micro decisions we think we need to make to just live, right? Like, do I wear this red shirt or this black shirt? Do I wear these Crocs or these Nike shoes? Who cares? Because like either way, even considering having to make a decision is taking too long and is adding 
is like leaving less time to live and more time to ruminate over things that we don't need to think about anyway. Moral of the story, just do stuff. Think less. Okay. Do stuff. You're thinking. I am. Stop it. (laughs) If I could do less, I would just sit here and listen to you and just chill in my chair. That's it. But even the action of like doing this show, for example, it's like it should be and feel easy because the more we complicate it, the more complicated it will be. The more time you take to make a decision, the more time it will take. Yeah. Cut that. Dead it. So just just like choose what you're going to wear. Don't think about it. Maybe. Cool. Okay. Do as Steve Jobs did. See how it feels. You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms Daily Podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.